Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed my last episode. And if you were unable to join me and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on my YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when my podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Today, I want to talk about why you can start a business during a recession. Starting a business can be challenging and involved. From thinking through what you'd like to do, attaining funding if needed, to launching and marketing, becoming an entrepreneur requires a lot of passion. Because of the fear of recession and not knowing how soon we may emerge from this economic situation, those planning to start new ventures might be rethinking their launches. However, a recession may actually be one of the best times to start your business, and here's why. First of all, rising unemployment means more talent. If you're looking to hire the best of the best in your industry, starting your business during the recession has an unexpected benefit. Since the reduction of staffing or full closures have forced layoffs, more professionals are seeking positions. This gives you the opportunity to swoop in and create your dream team. You may have heard about the Great Resignation, where employees left their places of employment for better opportunities, leaving businesses competing for the same talent. During the pandemic, the employees had more power to demand higher wages and benefits, but it's begun to shift back to employers having more opportunities to find staff to work in their companies. Depending on your business model, you may also be able to use offshore talent, which is generally less expensive. In this case, you don't have additional payroll taxes to pay, as they would be independent contractors located outside of the United States. And many businesses can be started without workers, so you may not face the labor costs if providing a product or a service that doesn't require additional staff. Number two, 
there are new problems to solve. Recessions can uncover hidden opportunities. Are there products or services you wish you had at your disposal? Is there a better way to do something that is currently out in the marketplace? If you can position your company to solve these issues, there may be an increased market share for you. Think back to opportunities that arose during the pandemic. People had to stay at home from work and school, and some were going stir crazy. They were looking for something to do, and many businesses evolved to meet the demand for entertainment. I know I watched some plays being read by two or three actors on Zoom. It was completely different than the way they had presented plays in the past, but they met a need. Restaurants were shut down for indoor dining, but once outdoor dining was allowed again, tables were set up in parking lots, the use of food delivery apps increased, or they offered incentives for patrons to pick up food. Some started teaching how to cook some of the favorite recipes at home, generating revenue in a way completely foreign to these businesses prior to the shutdowns. For product-based businesses, many shifted to manufacturing essential items like masks and hand sanitizer. There's also an opening to serve customers' unique emotional needs during this time. If you can foster a sense of connection and community despite distancing requirements that were in place, then you can make people feel safe and secure, give your clients a sense of control, and you're creating a loyal customer base some successful businesses we have today began during a recession. For instance, MailChimp was started during the dot-com bust in 2001. Airbnb began in 2008. Uber, Square, and Venmo in 2009. And Warby Parker in 2010. These businesses not only survived, but thrived. Third, people are open to new ideas. The coronavirus and the accompanying social distancing regulations drastically changed the way the world operated. With a massive shift to telecommuting and many businesses closed or operating at limited capacity, people had to adapt to their rapidly shifting environment, meaning that they are now used to change. This new consumer adaptability creates an opportunity to reach more customers than you might have had previously. This is especially true if you're selling products or services online, since e-commerce has been in an uptick mode since the start of the pandemic. Can you deliver your product or service to customers in a way that makes it easy for them? Although people had perceptions of how they should make their purchases in the past and would have been set in their ways, situations beyond their control force them to adapt. Next, Consumers still need products and services. Although prices are increasing, people still need to purchase goods and services. If you can find a way to provide yours at a price at or lower than current market prices, or offer additional items for a higher price, but are seen as a great value, you can grow your sales. When the pandemic hit, people wanted to support small businesses to assist them to survive. Capitalize on being a small business and grow your loyal customers who will share the message of your company with others. As someone with the passion, problem-solving skills, and gumption to start a new business, it is likely that you are more than willing to put the time and effort into the economic hurdles ahead of you during this unique time. Rather than letting the economic downturn delay your launch or making you abandon your startup plans altogether, 
look at the positives to starting a company during the recession. Now that you're encouraged to move forward with your business idea, let me give you a few tips to help you navigate through the potential recession to make wise business decisions to more likely have a better outcome. First of all, focus on one product or service to start. While there is a time and a place to experiment with all of the new business ventures that you've been dreaming about pursuing, focus on a core product or service to streamline your business's operations and protect your revenue. What are you really good at? What do you think clients will come back to you for again and again? Develop this and promote it effectively before expanding into another opportunity. Second, keep on top of your marketing efforts. Just because the economy may be receding doesn't mean that your advertising efforts should take a backseat. You can use free or low-cost options as well as consider opportunities that may have a financial investment. Posting photos and videos along with written posts can help get exposure on social media. Be sure to ask those you know to share your post as well as like and comment on yours to reach a broader audience. Join your local chamber or other networking groups. Generally, fees are relatively low and give you the opportunity to meet others and share about your business. You can build relationships with potential referral partners who have clients similar to your target market. And don't be afraid to pursue some paid advertising. Just make sure it's to your ideal clients and you track your return on investment to see how effective it was. Be sure to build your own email list and send messages periodically to update them on any specials that you may be offering. You want to have client information in case something happens to any social media platforms you may be using to share details with them. Third, save money on overhead. It often takes more money to get a business off the ground than anticipated, so be careful when it comes to what you're spending your funds on. In order to protect your business's cash flow, you will want to save as much money as you can on overhead. I always recommend that you create what you think your budget will be, reduce the income you estimate as it's often less than anticipated, and costs are often greater than planned. So do what you can to limit what you plan for overhead expenses. Consider a higher deductible for insurance to lower premiums. Select a lower phone plan or work from a home office instead of a co-working space. Just because expenses are tax deductible doesn't mean that you should spend money on something that isn't truly necessary. For instance, although QuickBooks is the most well-known bookkeeping software, it can be costly to pay the monthly subscription fee for their online software. Instead, consider using Wave Accounting software. It won't have all the bells and whistles of QBO, but most likely you won't need those features as a new business. Next, build up your cash reserves. As you begin your business, be sure to put money away into savings to have in case you run short of cash for necessary expenses. Ideally, you'll save at least three to six months of monthly expenses in reserve in case something unexpected occurs. Now, when you're starting this business, it will take time to do so, but have that on your radar to make sure that you have enough cash for your future expenses. Begin your business on the side while you continue to work your current job. To take the pressure off yourself to have to become profitable quickly, keep the employment you have 
and use your current pay to support yourself while you begin to build up your business. This is especially important if you want to offer a service. Too many times, entrepreneurs feel the pressure to earn revenue and begin to work with clients who aren't ideal. This can lead to frustration and the inability to work with those who are the right fit. If you can lean on your current income, you'll have time to market and find the best clients to serve. And when you work with your ideal clients, meet their needs and see how your service has helped them, they'll tell others and your business will grow. I encourage you to pursue starting your business and not let the economic uncertainty keep you from becoming an entrepreneur. At the same time, be cautious financially to avoid spending more than you can afford. Most business failures aren't due to a bad idea or product, but not having enough capital to operate. So look at what you need to get started and build up the resources you'll need to launch. It may take time, but by pursuing your passion and offering something clients need, you can become successful. So thank you for tuning in today. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some questions about the topic of why you can start a business during a recession. And if you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to send me a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join me for my next episode. And please remember you can con- contact me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. You can also find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, TuneIn, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share my show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform. I'd really appreciate your support. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.